Hey guys, welcome back to The Gambler's Prophecy. My name is Jordy, and this is a sports prediction show. We talk all things sports, we make things up, we have a lot of fun with it. On today's show, we have Ruben, a special guest we've had on before to talk all things NHL playoffs. Uh, we're going to talk round one, we're going to look ahead to round two, and yeah, it's going to be a bit of fun. Quick language warning, uh, Ruben drops the C-bomb every time he talks to me because he thinks that that's all Australians say. But yeah, it's a good time. So let's go. Alrighty, and we're back. Welcome back, Ruben. Jordy, what's well, going on? I am, not uh, much, man. I am happy back, and I'm happy to talk. Very excited to talk about. Uh, I bet what we're going to talk about today after the last the last few evenings. Yeah, just for <laughs> just for a recap, what what were some of the things uh, on the last step that you talked about? Well, we, we are into round two here, just mm-hmm. given the way that, uh, the, that the playoffs have, have been scheduled stupidly by NHL. But what are we at here? We're at June 3rd. So pretty much all the series are at least at least a game in. Um, so on Monday night, um, Montreal, as I predicted in our last episode, beat Toronto in seven games. They mm-hmm. did so pretty much doing like what I think I said they had to do. And what happened for Toronto pretty much happened what I needed what needed to for Montreal to, to win. So um that was an exciting night. I actually I tried to stay away from trolling my Leaf fan friends and I have a lot of them too much. It's unavoidable. I it just felt I just felt so bad. <laughs> like, yeah man. I mean I've been there. I've been there. I feel like it's similar situations that caps for a long, long time. Great regular season team, round one round I guess we had a couple round two exits, but like, yeah, uh, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, they were suffering enough. Uh, and then obviously the Habs won game one against Winnipeg last night. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that hit, hey? Yeah. Bet the Habs best game we, we can get into overshadowed it. Overshadowed by the hit. Yeah, let's let's save yeah, that for we'll, when we get, we'll get there. Into but... it. Let's, um, let's do a quick round one recap, eh? Sure. So let's just talk about through the series. All right, let's, let's start with... Abs Blues. I can't remember what we we predicted, but I remember what I predicted, and it yeah. was I believe it was Abs and four. Um, so I'm I'm not I'm not surprised. Like it was, I watched a couple of the games, or at least part of a couple of the games. Mm-hmm. It was just unfair. Yeah, they, they never stood a chance. No, I I think I maybe had the Blues grabbing a game. I can't remember completely, but yeah, this is pretty much ops normal. Um, yeah, they're offensive juggernaut and they're scary looking. We can move on. <laughs> it's, it's there's really <laughs> not much to talk about in that series. That was over pretty quickly, as you said. Like first game, you're like, Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be over. They quick. were all. They, it was a blowout, and like I think I read a, I read an article after after the series was over, like an interview with Ryan O'Reilly. I think before the series, he said, "We are gonna beat them," and then they just got absolutely trounced. And they didn't. I didn't. They didn't interview of O'Reilly afterwards, and he basically just said like. We played horrible. I played horrible, but you know what? Doesn't matter. It was it was an embarrassment. There's no excuses. <laughs> yeah, sweeps to sweep. Um, now the next series, Vegas Wild. That was a, I, I guess, inter- And again, I feel like we sort of said it, it could be a very interesting series. It, it might go close, and it went to seven. Yeah, I mean, I think like we said last time, um, the Wild took it to Vegas in the regular season. Um, mm-hmm. It was their most difficult team they played against um <clears throat> i think in terms yeah. of the in terms of the, the, the best record the regular season and, record 
yeah, it was pretty much what we thought, you know, like mm-hmm. the Wild put up a big defensive show. Um, Vegas didn't maybe click as much as you might have thought, which kind of raises some eyebrows for the second round here. And I guess we're, we're already kind of seeing it, but we'll get there. Yeah. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, like I think everybody expected it to be a tougher series. End of the day, yeah. Vegas still still won it. <laughs> yeah, but that you know, they had to they had to be on their game. They just, it wasn't wasn't easy. Um, yeah, that that's that's that was a good series. And okay, let's let's just because it's like next to my list. It, let's talk Montreal Toronto. Like, let's what what mm-hmm. went right for the Habs? What went wrong for Toronto? I mean, losing John Tavares in Game One, gruesome hit, completely unintentional. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I think in everyone's opinion. Oh, I'd say so. Just, just a freak accident. Um, there was, there was some discussion about the fight afterwards. Like, was it necessary? Like, I get it, you know, stick up for your guy. But like, you could kind of, you could just see Corey Perry during that fight. He's like, like, sure. Fuck, you really want, you really yeah. want to fight me? Like, come on. But I guess it had to be done. But anyway, losing John Tavares in the first game, obviously was a Huge. massive blow to the Leafs. Like, I was thinking about it after and like, he he is their second most important player after Austin Matthews, I think. Yeah. Because the difference from a Toronto, you know, the past few years to a Toronto this year is their depth and mm-hmm. the fact that they are not relying on one line and that <clears throat> they can actually, they actually have a checking line in the Mikheyev line and they have defense that are above AHL caliber defenders, you know? Mm-hmm. And losing John Tavares makes them a one-line team again. And yep. ultimately, like Montreal was able to contain that one line. Yeah, it plays straight into Habs's favor. had zero, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they had to rely on Nylander and their other lines. Who Nylander did play great. I thought he was. Yeah, the he best did. He had a good series. Yeah. Other than maybe Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell played very well too. Yep. But uh, ultimately, I think the Habs did what they had to do. They were incredibly physical with with Toronto. Um, you know, there were certain, like, such, like, the goal, and I think maybe game five with, with, uh, Sandine behind the net, you know, he fully coughed up the puck mm-hmm. for, for a tuck away goal just because of physicality, right? Um, so the halves were physical. Yeah. They played very well defensively. They kept the leaps to the outside. There weren't, like, a ton of high danger scoring chances beyond, you know, game four. Um, mm-hmm. and, you know, the Habs didn't start this year as well. The first, the first four games were the Leafs. They collapsed in game five and six. Um, despite, I, I think, probably being a better team in those games. But then Game 7, it was just, you know, I, I think they fully outclassed the Leafs in Game, in game 7. So I did predict to get halves in Game 7. So you did? I'm gonna, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going I'm to wear, wear that proudly. and uh, Tip your cap. Tip your cap. We'll, we'll get to the second round, too. We thought it, Short, I, I thought it might be a little bit of a bias, but... You know, you picked your shots and uh, it came off. And, and honestly, losing Tavares, I, I think, allowed Montreal, like as we said, to lock down the stars, right? Like they can only really lock down one line and they're right. lucky that they got one line to lock down. So, oh, yeah, that, Nealand, that, that Nylander line becomes a line with a checker, a scorer, and a playmaker to a line with a scorer with nobody to pass him to, a Nylander, and Alex Galchenyuk who you know, if he has to actually be relied upon heavily is not that effective a player. And a, a centerman who isn't even the centerman, <laughs> you know, they had a rotating center in there. Right. They don't need us healthy or whatever. Right. But, uh, uh, but it's the playoffs, baby. People get injured. Yeah. Suck it yeah. up. <laughs> you know, right now, do you, do you think Toronto takes that series with, uh, with Tavares in the lineup? Um, 
I still think it goes to seven. I think maybe game seven changes, but yeah, I, a little bit, not drastically. Yeah. I'd say. I, I'd say that probably puts it would tip Leafs in my favor for game seven if they were going to get there. But yeah, I still think they would have pushed them to game seven. Fair enough. I'll take it. I mean, to be honest, I didn't even fully believe my my prediction when I None made of us it at did. the time, but I, I still made it. <laughs> I think I, think so. I gave him like a fifteen percent shot. I think like I, I knew the yeah. door was open. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that Tavares injury, I think, definitely opened it a bit more for sure. But it takes we nothing have, away, have, man. People get sorry, injured. Before we move every, on, yeah, yeah. Before we move on from the series, we have to mention Carey Price in that series, like crazy. Just go ahead. So he was out jeweled technically, but. <laughs> He was you know what not I mean? Like, no, I know. Not Campbell had great numbers, means. though. I'll just say. Yeah, and, and you know what? I read a lot of articles about uh, a lot of reporters who clearly did not, did not watch the game saying Campbell had a better saves percentage, Campbell had a better goals against. Like, fine, but watch the games until and game six. the saves. Yeah, until game six, Montreal had very few chances in the slot. You know, mm-hmm. most of the saves he was making were were saves that most NHL goaltenders should make, whereas Carey Price was every single game standing on his head. Two, two or three saves that would have been goals against a lot mm-hmm. of goaltenders. So that stick save, what was that early early in the series? As yeah, well? game. I don't know, game one or two on Spezza. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just crazy. And he did he's continuing to do it against Winnipeg. Um, yeah, man. Anyway, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's. Uh... Do you just want to talk about the Habs second series while we're talking Habs, or do you want to spread spread? No, the no, Habs let's love? get that. Let, let, let's do second round after. Okay, all right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, I guess kind of about Winnipeg Oilers swept. What the fuck? Like, yeah. What, yeah. what do the I Oilers mean, do, man? What do they do now? Seriously, back to back seasons where what they're two of the different players won MVP back to back. Or or it's gonna happen. Or you ask like, just what's Connor McDavid's reaction to this? Like. I mean, he's the best player in the world. He like, he, you got to think like in hockey. Like, you don't leave in hockey. You know, in the NBA, players up and leave for better teams. It's just like that's, that's just a recency just thing, like that. But hockey, the players don't really do that. It's more of a loyal sport, and like he would get trashed if he just up and left Edmonton. Yeah, or demanded but, a trade or something. But like sports evolve. You know what I mean? Like the NBA yeah. wasn't like that in the, uh, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it maybe it's the beginning. Like I think. Like Eichel, look at Eichel. Same year, right? Like he's probably out of there, and he's the number two pick, and he's a. And he's imagine a the precedent it sets if a Jack Eichel and a Connor McDavid request a trade out. Like then yeah. every player is open to it, or or is able to do it without looking at it being looked down upon, right? But, I I don't think we're there with him leaving yet, but I no, think I Connor think so is talking to the GM and ownership and being like, what, like you what have to do, do better. You have to do out. better. Uh, but like what do they expect like we talked about this and i will say like i think we both took edmonton um in the series but i'm not surprised that um, that winnipeg won like i think last podcast i think i said i hate edmonton's team well we, we said for the goalies right yeah we, we were like the goalie yeah. <laughs> difference is huge and then depth in defense uh, yeah and uh, yeah and it, and it was i mean i mean helvick said his head there were what edmonton had eight goals in the entire series. That's um, so bad. And, and as was to, averaging two points a game in the regular season. <laughs> it's Yeah, similar to the shutting down the Austin Matthews line. Like, it, mm-hmm. playoffs are different. Matchups, like, 
you can focus like you, there's yeah. no lapses yeah and you're and you're planning for one team right so you can allocate all of your resources to planning yeah. for that one team and they and also played them out. eight times this year or 10 yeah. or whatever they ended yeah. up doing so like they had a blueprint and they obviously used it incredibly effectively yeah uh yeah let's not spend much time on them all right islanders versus pens this one makes me happy mm-hmm. um Obviously, I know I, I shifted my allegiances at the last minute to the Caps for a cup run. But, um, <laughs> I love the Islanders, as as I said in our first take last time. Uh, yeah, yeah. 4-2. Uh, I watched a couple of games in the series. Yeah, it, it was. It's gross hockey, to be honest. It's just kind hmm. of gross, boring. plodding, boring <laughs> hockey. Yeah. yeah, but that's what that's what wins, man. That's what wins in the playoffs, so. Yeah, I mean, you know what? A lot of people took Pittsburgh in this series, um, and Ridiculous. I was surprised. I was surprised. Like, I'm. I think we. I think we both took Islanders. I'm we we did. I, do you know why? Point. It's because on the standing, it was first and fourth. Like, yeah, that's what people yeah. look at, right? And they go, "Oh, yeah. first, first, but fourth." Even, Pittsburgh even analysts were taking Pittsburgh. I'm like, why? Like, what? Is, what is so good about? Like, I get they finished first, so something was working for them. But like, they've got essentially one line, a mediocre goaltender, and mediocre defense. So I don't. I don't see it. But like the Islanders, man, like they match up so well against Pittsburgh. They're a team that is adept at shutting down that one powerhouse line and keeping mm-hmm. the out's eye. So if they, and, and especially playing against a weak goaltender, because Islanders, you know, aren't a high scoring team. So if they're playing against a weak goaltender, it can get a couple of, couple extra goals. Like, yeah, know. well, I'm I mean, all surprised it went to six. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny, like Sorokin's been playing games. Like it doesn't matter what goal he's in. It's, it's the system, you know what I mean? I think we talked about that. It's like best goalie coaches, like the coaching on that team, the goaltending, everything. Like it's just, it's built for it's built for playoff hockey. So they're moving on, obviously playing Boston. We'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> Let's talk about the Caps. Let's talk okay. about it. You, right. you go ahead. So pleasure. Uh, Boston got up in in five games. Well, I don't know this one. The writing was on the wall a, a little bit for this one. It was a disjointed season. Um, but a missed opportunity, definitely. Uh, the goalies, as we highlighted, was was the difference. It was a, a two in, an injury, and then Craig Anderson came in for a game, played well. Samsonov, Samsonov played well. He, he did play well. But for, I think he played like under 20 games the whole season. You know what I mean? Like it, it, that matters come playoff hockey. You want to be like in, locked in. Uh, effort was not great at times, really? surprisingly. From certain players, like Ovi, I'm not going to lie, Ovi looked tired. He was a step below. Really? He That first uh, first game or two, uh, the first game definitely, he came out and laid like three hits in the first shift. And it was like, oh, yeah, we, we've got it. He just he slowed down, man. He looked tired. Lapses, but it, it is what it is. Boston's a great team. They're, they're well yeah. coached and they got a, yeah. that second line, man. That second line uh, tore us apart, you know, and Marsh and an OT a couple of times. But um, yeah. yeah, that whole crashy uh, Craig Smith line, it's a decent line. It's a decent line. And, yeah, I mean, uh, put us to bed. Hall, Hall makes Boston a different team, right? They go from being a one line team to being a two line and two good, de- decent bottom six, two mm-hmm. line team, right? Um, again, Boston's defense. Say what you will. I don't think I don't think Boston's defense is great, but obviously you have Tuukka Rask in that. Um, I don't think I think I only watched like one game in this series, and it was mm-hmm. it was uh, the series where Simsonov gave the 
gave the puck away for the OT, In OT? winner. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, um, that's what we talked about, right? He he stand and he made great saves, but it's it's the brain farts. It's he played like, amazing in that game. Oh, he played on his head, and then yeah. it's like that. It's exactly what I talked about. It's like Vanacek and him are just polar opposites. But yeah, I, I will say, I will say though. Uh, in your favor, I think this was more than a five-game series. Like, what did three of them go to overtime? Um, uh, yeah, like I think, and, and then I think one first of the three in a row went to overtime. Yeah, and then Washington dominated one of the overtimes. I think in that. Boston yeah, we, we 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 played well throughout this series. Not, not gonna, the last, pretty much the two games that put us to bed. Like the first three games, we were good. Yeah, and it, that was it. We we ran out of gas pretty quick. But I have I have a lot of hope for next year, man. As we touched on. It was a pretty tumultuous season for the Caps. Yeah. People in, people out. Uh, COVID, like personal issues, like our goaltending was two young fellas. And uh, yeah, it, it was a mess. It was a mess of a season. And I still think we played incredibly well. So I look forward to next year. But man, Ovi's got a contract up. We've got the expansion say, draft coming. He's a, he's a free agent this year, UFA? Yeah. Yeah, he'll... Yeah. he'll that we'll wait for the expansion draft and hopefully sign him as a free agent. It's, there'd be no point signing him now then you'd have to waste your protection on him. So if we sign him after the draft, we can uh, probably protect Oshi and um, and then sign, hopefully, to a friendly deal, man, because I think he'll have to. I don't yeah. know if he can demand 10-plus wow, mil. I'm just look, I'm looking at Ovi's contract on Cap Friendly. He's mm-hmm. been signed since 2008. 13 years. <laughs> yeah, 13-year contract. Jesus. Yep. The fact that you get through that 13-year contract at $10 million and you're still arguably worth that much, like that's that's impressive. That's legit, dude. That's legit. Because most of these contracts are like, okay, we're going to give you $10 million a year, but we know you're going to be shit in the last four or five years. Well, you remember, right? like, like you remember halfway through this year? I was about to say, like Carey Price. Everyone's like, yeah. $10 million for a backup. Yeah, I know, I right? Like, okay. But like that, that's great. Do you think he'll get... Like a ten million dollar price tag I, again. I, I I'm hoping he'll go in like the six seven. I, I it would be crazy. He can he will if he's like I want ten million. He'll get ten million. <laughs> I want ten million. <laughs> but um, I think that's up to him, man. I think he'll get yeah, what he you're wants. Right. You're right. I, I think I, it is too. If he wants to take like a veteran friendly deal, like and that'd be amazing. But I mean, at this point in his career, like he doesn't need money. Like even like all of like imagine how much money that guy makes from Russia. Oh my. Dude, like in Russia, he is just oh. the man. Like oh, we don't we don't see it as much here, but in Russia, he oh, he he's the dude, cool. man. He's the yeah. dude. Him and Putin, so. man. But yeah, I, right. I hope it's a team friendly cap. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Um, better luck next year. Um, I'm, and I can't even be on the Canucks bandwagon. So I don't even know where <laughs> I gotta I gotta throw my allegiance somewhere. Probably the Islanders, man. I guess it's the Islanders. You Who think? I thought it, wow, it, it, it's my preseason it's pick. It's a boring ass. I know, team, I know, dude. But it's my preseason pick. <laughs> Um and shit, they made it to the second round. I mean, you're welcome Boston. to join the Habs train. Um, th- that's a soft spot for sure, but you probably have to go through <laughs> Vegas or Avs, so I'm not yeah, sure how long yeah. that train's gonna go. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk uh, Carolina Preds. I think I picked this one for a sweep. It was tied at two two for a bit. I picked I like, either ah. four or five. I yeah, I was very surprised how long this one went. Um, I think Nashville got a, got lucky in a couple games in terms of coming back and getting the OT winner. Mm-hmm. But in, even Game 7, I, I think I watched Game 7, or at least I watched part of game it, and it was six. close. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, Game 6, Game 6, my bad. But yeah, I mean, close, so they, like, they were in it, yeah. They were in it. Yeah, closer than I think most people thought. But at the end of the day, Carolina did come out. Saros played amazing. Yeah. From, yeah, from like, what I didn't saw. Didn't all season, well, most of the season, but... Yeah, yeah. he was pretty average most of the season, but he kept them in it. From what I saw, 
Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch a single game, I'll be honest. Didn't watch a single <laughs> Hurricanes game. Done no research on it. Uh, have no opinion on it. Because I just the Preds. No, I don't. Are... I don't have a whole. I don't have a whole lot either. It's. I don't know. Kind of. It's kind of a whatever series. I right? think most people. Carolina finished first. Like this one. This wasn't like Penguins Islanders. Like this was. Yeah. Eh, Carolina will get up there. Uh, yeah. Bolts Panthers said it was going to be a fun series. It was a fun series, man. It was good. What Wish it went longer, but great series. Some probably one of the more exciting series in recent first round memory. I would. I would think. Yeah, I um, love it. Never played before. Like local rivalries that I guess they've never really had a rivalry, have they? Um, yeah, hopefully so it's many, the beginning. So many comebacks too. There was, I think there was like a four-one comeback, and there was the one game where they went. I think Tampa or Florida won six-five, and they were just trading leads back and forth. Just offense, was, pure offense. Yeah, so much. But I mean, I think the one question mark that we talked about coming into this series was, you know, what is the Kucherov Stamkos effect going to be? And essentially, if they substantial come back as Kucherov Stamkos, Lightning are going to win this series, and yeah. that's what happened. Like Kucherov. Lightning have, I think, four players in the top 10 NHL scoring right now for the playoffs. Nice. So, and like the best goaltender ever. Yeah. Like, so, you know, how, how do you beat that? How do you beat that? Right? It's going to be tough, man. Well, let's talk. Let's just move straight on to the next series. Tampa Hurricanes. Sure. They're already yeah, up I mean, 2-0. Yeah. Foreshadowing uh, of what this I series know. would have been. I, both I, both I, the I wins were at home. Tampa. We're at Caroline's home, sorry. So they're, yeah. they're pretty much going yeah. home two games up. Yeah, and you know what? I actually felt bad for Carolina last game because I actually thought they deserved to win game two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Trocek, not sure if he's playing again. Like, he's hurt, so that's a big loss. Ugh. This might be an unjustifiable sweep. I don't know. They might be able to get one. But if they sweep, it's it, no. I, th- it I think really Carol- I think Carolina takes. I think Carolina will take. Will take one. I don't think they'll go out that easy. I think they're still a good team. Um, the Jalkovich or however you pronounce his name has been really good in that mm. for them. Calder. They've got a great. They've got a great back end. Calder nomination. Uh, did you see that? Oh, did he? Yeah. Wow. One of the nominees. And Kirill so and uh, it, Robinson. Kaprizov and Robinson. Yeah. We got it huh. next week. Wow, let's do a. If if you're free, let's do a um. Award show prediction, eh? I did my preseason one, but why not? Yeah, no, for sure. We'll talk about it. We're just um, just making plans in the middle of a podcast now. Yeah, why not? Man? That's how you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Tampa Bay will move on there, right? Mm, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I'm right. actually I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a work uh, I'm in a work pool for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's like 110 people. I'm in first right now. I got because oh, I got the I got the entire first round right. Obviously, one of the only people was like the Habs. Habs, yeah. Also, also took Winnipeg in that pool. Um, but in my second round, I I think I tried to just kind of stray away from the norm a little bit, and I took different teams, and I regret it a lot because Ooh. I think it's gonna ruin me. Like I took Carolina. Again, I took Carolina over Tampa, and like if you asked me, I would have said to Tampa. But I took Carolina just to, strategically. Strategically, I took Carolina, but now I'm like I took Carolina Islanders and Vegas in this bracket, and I don't think any of them. It might be series. Islanders are probably yeah. the best chance there. <laughs> yeah, let's so talk. Let's talk Islander series. So, sure. do you not like the chances, Boston? It's one eight. It's I one apiece. It is one apiece. I don't like the Islanders' chances. I think that. I think that. You know how they played against Pittsburgh. I think they play right into Pit or right into Pittsburgh system. Um, 
great matchup for them. I don't think Boston is that is that matchup. Um, you got Tuka Rask in net. You're no longer going to score, you know, get the bonus goals that you might have been getting against Tristan Jari. Um, and Islanders are not a team that score a lot of goals. So That's you're playing true. against an elite goaltender. They're going to score less goals. And you're also playing against a team that is no longer a one-line team, a team that's probably going to score more goals than Pittsburgh uh, or be at least more of an offensive threat. And Boston's just clicking right now. Yeah. Um, so I – I really think that, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Boston wins the next three games. Um, Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, they, they split games in Boston. This this game three moves back to Nassau Coliseum. They got a crowd. They got, like, twelve, six or 12,000 in. I think it was 12,000 in. I don't know, man. I, I, I think the Islanders can definitely take this to six, seven games. It's not going to be a white uh, So are you taking the Islanders, then? Are you going to take them? Or are you, uh... Absolutely. They're my preseason pick, mate. And in our first take, all they were right. my pick all, all the way right. to the playoffs. I'm sticking with them, man. Uh, but you're right. It's going to be an absolute uphill battle. Um, Boston are clicking. Yeah. And, and what, what makes New York Islanders so good is all their defensively responsible forwards. But Boston also has a lot of really right. good two-way players. So it kind of, they both have the same kind of two-way depth, I guess, at forward. But then when you're talking offense, Boston kind of has the upper hand there. It, it, I'm just going with coaching. I'm going with goaltending. I'm going with defense. They're definitely, New York Islanders have a better defensive core, I would say. Um, and I just love them, mate. I just love the system. They're gross to play. They're ugly to watch. Uh, and I love it. I think they'll find a way. Who loves that system? What a... What a boring system. Oh, playoff. <laughs> I love playoff hockey, man. It's tight. Then one over. Let's games. sit. Let's oh. sit back and hop on on opportunities when they come. That, yes. That's the New York Islander oh, system. Love it. Bo- box them out of the center. Hop on opportunities when they come. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's move on. Let's let's you take the floor, man. Habs Jets. Uh, let's talk the game one, and then future projections. What do you think? Yeah, so game one, I thought I thought game one was Montreal's best game of the playoffs and maybe even the season after playing a really good game seven against the Leafs. Absolutely um, trounced them. They they trounced them. It wasn't a five three game. It was a you know five one game in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I think Winnipeg got a couple got a couple bounces or a couple you know opportunistic goals, but in terms of like the actual play itself, Montreal completely dominated them. Like. Um, they were creative. They were holding possession in the offensive zone. All the lines are playing well. Um, all the lines are playing kind of characteristically. The the Toffoli Suzuki Caulfield line Oof. looked wasn't super wasn't creative in good. the offensive Oof. zone. Su- that Suzuki goal was sick. Yeah, yeah, oh, dude, that's, um, that was great. Um, Edmondson looked amazing. I don't know if you watched the game, but Edmondson oh, no, was no. all of a was all of a sudden a playmaker in that game. Oh. <laughs> don't know where that came from. Um, I thought actually. Maybe not our best line, but the stall line of mm-hmm. Stall, Perry, and uh, Yoel Armia may, may be our best line the other day. Perry's they, having a great playoffs, eh? It's just, his name yeah. keeps popping up. Not always good, yeah, not always is. bad, but... They, they just held possession really well. They defended really well. Then obviously, like, that's a no line. It's becoming like almost like an elite checking line for Montreal. Obviously, Evans was on the line at the, before, so we'll get to that but mm-hmm. um Dino, obviously very good defensively again gallagher got gallagher scored again the other night so he's, he's having a great he's, great he's time mm-hmm. um yeah winnipeg just looked flat i don't expect him to come out like that next game i think winnipeg is i think a lot of emotion the too. next game they, they have to take the next game 
but Montreal's going to be tough to play against the rest of the series. Although Winnipeg drastically outhit Montreal last, last night. Um, yeah, they have the firepower too. Happen, that's what happens when you don't have the puck. So yeah, what's um, like, how many games do you think Sharp is going to get? Do you think he'll be back for the series? I've watched a lot of analysis on this hit. I've tried. I've tried to be an impartial party. It's very hard because mm-hmm. <laughs> when that hit happened, I stood up and started swearing and threw my hat on the ground and said, "That's disgusting." Um, I'll preface this by saying I actually went to high school with Shifley, huh, so shit. I didn't know that. I know him from. Uh, from growing up and i know him personally um not good friends or anything like that but i do around him. great guy always mm-hmm. you know very soft-spoken like i don't i won't for a second i won't accuse him of trying to injure jake evans mm-hmm. but i've watched a lot of analysis on it and i don't like i i just i don't think it's a hockey play um and the reason is i wouldn't argue like evans was eligible to be hit for sure if he had the puck mm-hmm. shifley delivered a hit I've seen, like, I've watched video of the hit, and Shifley is not trying to stop the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have po- he could have poke checked and potentially stopped the goal. Instead, he allowed should have been Evans the priority. Really, should yeah. have been to stop the puck. Yeah, instead he allowed Evans to score because the puck was in the net. You know, before he even got it was him, done. Right yeah. when a player is wrapping a puck around the net, as Evans was, and as Shifley knew he was doing, they're putting it in the net before they even get to the front of the net. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're trying to save a wraparound goal, you're not doing so by hitting a player. You're doing so by trying to like dive at the goal, like knock the goal. Especially when it's an empty net. So um, again, I don't think it was intentional, but I think Shifley was out to out for blood. He was pissed all game, Mm -hmm. like multiple times. Um, He was mad about something, whether it be Sherrod or Edmondson or whatever. Mouth and off. And he was out for blood. Honestly, like I don't think he was trying to hit or sorry hurt. Or, or uh, Evans, I think, but I think his priority was to, you know, deliver a big hit to Evans, and it ended up being, you know, maybe not totally to the head. I think it started in the chest, but mm-hmm. whiplash is a hell of a drug. Like it's, yeah. it's like a whole body convulsed inwards, like or yeah. outwards, however you want to put it. Like, yeah, it was. It obviously, like, I don't know all the in and outs yet of of the penalties. Like, what's you know, like you got to follow a sport for a long, 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 long time to you to do. really see yeah. those like razor thin margins. But yeah, I mean, he he hit him, and the goal was it was a goal. I feel like the yeah. horn was nearly on. So yeah, all this like oh, I didn't mean to. It, it's it's not like he did. He was yeah. steaming down. He knew how fast he was going. Like it was a hundred percent like a, a targeted hit. Yeah. So he has I'll, to do time. I'll say, I'll say two more things about it then and then we'll move on. Right. I saw a video of where Shifley started in the ice. He started at the Montreal's hash marks, head down, full speed, all the way until he got to his circle and then let up and went for the hit. Like that's it's a hundred percent a charge, if nothing else, and a bad charge. And the other thing is you hear a lot about, you know, it's the player's responsibility to protect himself. Um in Evans. And I don't completely disagree with that, but I also hate when people say that because I think it's on the I think it is on the player to be prepared for a hit, but ultimately I think it's the player giving the hit is the one that is responsible for making sure that it's a clean hit, right? Like yeah. um ultimately like he's the one giving the hit. So Evans should maybe have prepared better, but I don't think you can but say like That being said, for all Evans knows, he was like once that puck is in the goal we're no longer in play like you know what i mean like he was probably already relaxing like 
the goal was he pretty much had the goal. He was probably relent, like letting up. Like it, it makes sense that he wasn't protecting yeah. himself to me because he was just like, yeah, that's a goal. Like it's a goal. Like oh, I got hit after the play. Like cool. And like, it's going to be an interesting call because um, it's a player who doesn't have any history. It's mm-hmm. the playoffs. It's a known like goody two shoes. Yeah, the, the, they're on they're on the hot seat for like you know the Tom Wilson fine, which probably should have been a, a suspension, and you know the Ryan Reeves thing. They threw Kadri, um, but yeah, man, it's it, I think it's got to be like two. It's got to be like one or two. I think I think if they gave him three, that would be each both teams would think that'd be fair. Um, I think Montreal would be satisfied with that. I don't think Winnipeg would argue that. I think it's going to be one or two. And I think Montreal is going to be a little bit pissed about it. Um, I think if it's two, they'll they'll be... If it's one and they're back, line brawl. It's just going to happen. Yeah. It's gonna, like just yeah. one game, that's not enough. No, one game is not enough. If it's two, I could, I could be okay with two. I, with whenever two. he comes back, he could get five and come back for game seven, if there's mm-hmm. game seven. And Montreal would pound it. Like... You know, Joel Edmondson, what he said in his interview the other day, like, we're going to make lifetime fun, and they're trying to reverse it now and say, oh, he just meant, like, to bother him when he is. No, oh, no, they're going to fuck him up. He meant to fuck him up, for they're sure. They're going to fuck <laughs> him up, dude. Yeah. And, and he's the nicest guy. Be, How often does yeah. Shockley fight? Like, I, I... I have seen him get heated on the ice before, but I, I can't remember. I'm sure he's fought, but I... I'm sure his mom wouldn't let him. I'm sure his mom would not let him fight. I'm, I'm sure. pretty sure his parents are, like... Like, he doesn't swear. I know, yeah. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. He's like, I don't want my mom to hear me. Like the world. But uh, I don't know. That hit pissed me off. It was very uncharacteristic of them too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What's the what's the loss of of Evans? Is it drastic? It's it's a loss of a good checker, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and he's been really good ever since he came back in the middle of uh, the Toronto series. He's been great, and he's been great on that line. He's good defensively, um, um, and he's a good checker. But like ultimately, Arturi Lekman is probably going to come. I hope it's him and not Thomas Sitar. And uh, ultimately, he's somewhat of a similar player to Evans. Right. And I mean, I this is what... I probably just spot him around that line. This is what the GM brought in, Corey, Corey Perry, like depth. Yeah. You know, uh, and they were rotating through that them bottom six, like all year mm-hmm. for this, like for this reason. And, and Toronto did the same, but obviously, but it didn't work out. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I think Shaq is going to be a bigger loss if he loses a couple of games to that. It's like, was, was it worth it, really? If they lose next game, Shaq will be out next game, for yeah. sure. If they lose next game, the series is over in my mind. Um, so they have they have to win, and they have to win against a Montreal team that's going to be pissed off and without Shifley. It's going to be that a battle. Said, that said, I actually think Winnipeg is going to take the next game. I think they came out too flat this game. Um, I think they're going to be out, out overcorrect. Out win. Um, I, and I think they'll take the next game. But ultimately, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Habs and six. It's going to be my Habs and uh, six. My All right, wait. I, let me give a little. All right, I you know, I I like Habs and six. Yeah, I like Habs and six. Let's do Habs yeah, and six. Glad you're stick with me because you know what? Even after the first round, everyone's taking Winnipeg. I'm I'm looking through like analysts' picks and who people are taking online. I looked on three different websites, probably like thirty people. One person took Habs. I couldn't the, believe people it. need to look like oh, two examples, right? Montreal and the Islanders. Yeah. Two teams that finished fourth, like who you know, by all accounts, are not a good team. Both of them, pro- like, good playoff teams. You just know that. You just look at them, look how they play, look how they coach. Yeah. Like, you just, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people just look at regular season rankings and then they make their own rankings, which are in line with the league standings, and that's who wins, and, right? Yeah, and and p- people are judging Montreal based on the regular season, like 
that is not Montreal to me. You know, like they they played tired for the last twenty five games of this year, of the round or uh, sorry of the season because of their schedule. Like mm-hmm. they are more the team that's played the last two games. That's more the Montreal identity to they, me. Like Montreal started hot, them. man. Everyone forgets yeah. Every, Montreal started great, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had great, then they had a lull in the middle, but luckily the Oilers. Uh, not Oilers. Sorry. Well, I guess Oilers kind of did, but. Uh, Canucks and Sens also lulled and Flames yeah. lulled and everyone else yeah. lulled. So your lull didn't hurt you as much and you started out hot, so you made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. not hard to see, I don't think, anyway. Well, we'll see how it goes. I I, I think the Habs will win it. I mean, ultimately, next round, I I have to, as much as I am in allegiance to Montreal, I can't. There's no way they're going to win the third round. Regardless but... of him. Well, let's talk next yeah. round. Let's talk. Uh, Avs, Vegas. Avs are up to... Um, I read a fun stat today. Is this this playoffs like last series and this series? Abs have outscored their opponents twenty-seven to eight. Oh, that's fucked. That's ridiculous. Twenty-seven to eight. And that's six games. That's six games. That's the 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 four-zero uh, sweep and then the two-nil to Vegas. Twenty-seven to eight. They've had they've had what? Oh, they had seven goals in game one against Vegas. Yeah. They've had they've had ten goals this series in two games. I believe, but that's that makes sense. <laughs> that's crazy. That it's is. they are offensively. And you know what's funny? Game two uh, didn't Vegas have a great game. Them. Yeah, Vegas played them. Vegas yeah. played great, and guess what? Groovy stole him a game. The Vesna candidate. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like he he hasn't had to steal many games, but when it came time, he did it. So that's even scarier. Wait, Grubauer is a Vesna candidate? Oh, I, yeah, have, I haven't seen the award announcements yet. Yeah, man. Yeah, look at that. Oh up. my yeah, god. Groovy. He had a great season. He missed. He missed time, but uh, numbers wise, he had a pretty good. He won't win. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't just count a good season. I just don't. I don't know if I'd give him a Vesna candidate. I mean, look who's playing in front of him. But anyway, I digress. I yeah, Colorado is going to win this series. I nah. I, I still say six games. I think Vegas will still take a couple games. Yeah, I think I think five six is is probably close to the mark for this one. Yeah. Um, I, I had Vegas as my preseason pick. Just. I guess I, I asked first round, I asked that I need to show up, you know, they've, they've faltered in the, in the past and McKinnon gets injured a lot and he's staying healthy and they're absolutely blasting people. So yeah, I think abs will move so on good. five or six. It's crazy that a team that, that uh, that's that good offensively is also that good defensively. Like, like six to seven, like starting defensemen. They're honestly like top line better than Tampa. And you know like what's better gross than last about year's it? Tampa. They're about on average, I'd say like two to three years younger than Tampa. Yeah. Like oh, all their guys are like yeah. 25 and under, man. The whole yeah. decor, young, 25 and under. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're a young team. Groovy's not that old. Like, yeah, man, they're, they're scary for a while, for sure. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up quickly. Draft was announced. Sabres got the top pick. Kraken got the pick, too. Let's just do top three. Uh, and Ducks got the third pick. Any thoughts? Buffalo? Buffalo yeah, I mean, it. I mean, this is a this is a gift from the heavens or Buffalo because they need it <laughs> badly, and you know maybe it entices Jack Eichel to say I don't know, but they need they needed the pick more than anyone. Um, mm-hmm. The crack moving up into two, like that's great. Whatever, Anaheim, Anaheim they're gonna they're gonna be good mm-hmm. in a few years. They've got a good prospect. Well, they got Trevor Zegras, who was sick, um, and honestly, I'm I'm not too. In tune with the prospects that are coming into this draft. So I, well, that's the thing. Uh, it's funny that or... the Sabres were to get, like, you know, they need someone. And out of all the years with COVID, the lack of scouting, 
yeah, this yeah. is the year that a number one could bust <laughs> out of all the yeah. years. This or is that, the year. Or that there's like parity between the, the top 10 picks because right. nobody knows, right? The number I, one could be the number nine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I honestly think, I think there can be, there's going to be a lot of like late round just guns, I think. Because there's going to be mismatches. People have developed over the past year and underdeveloped it. It's going to be great. All right, let's wrap it up while your dog's losing his shit. Seriously. (laughs) All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, We'll get you back next round and we'll talk more about it, eh? Looking forward to it. Yeah, I I like dissecting this hockey and proving everybody wrong. (laughs) Hopefully next time we're talking, it's uh, Habs, Habs versus Abs and we can break that one down. It will be. It will be. Don't worry. All right. Thanks, man. Cheers, Trey. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks to Ruben for coming on. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll get him back probably for the uh, the semifinals. Uh, but next week, we're going to talk some NBA. We're going to talk round one, uh, go over the results, and we'll give our projections for round two. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to get into contact with me at all, hit me up on Twitter. I love hearing from you guys at mac 90 Hit me up with banter, hot takes, shit takes. I don't care. Love hearing from you guys. Mm-hmm. Other than that, let's talk next week. Thanks, guys.